Ahoy hoy, everybody, and welcome to Talking Simpsons, the Laser Time Podcast Network's chronological exploration of The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. I am your host, Bob Mackey. Who else is here today? Uh, Christopher Antista. Henry uh, Gilbert. And I'm Dave Rudden, and I'm on Thursday nights now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. nice. Don't get ahead of us. Uh, He's yes. trying to take down this Cosby. This is the first one that's being heard by everybody. <laughs> yes, so um, welcome. So uh, guess what we do is we break down every episode of The Simpsons in chronological order. Shouldn't be more than 30 minutes or so. That's about uh, how, they, how long they This run. show is so much fun to do. By the way, in terms of the research we do in the Laser Time Network, this is the most fun watch yeah. a Simpsons yes. episode. We just sit down and crank out notes and just have so much fun listening to commentaries and mm-hmm. delivering the best parts of these episodes to you. And just rediscovering these shows for the first, second time or mm-hmm. whatever. Especially yes. these early episodes. And uh, yes, we did the first season. I know this is the first one the public is hearing. We did the first season. This is a show unlike by Patreon if you want access to the first season of Talking Simpsons it is at at patreon.com slash laser time the price of five bucks you have access to the whole first season until then we're going to power through the rest of the show and I will say if you're scoffing at the idea of listening to a discussion of the first season Mm -hmm. we had so much fun talking about those episodes it is so cool seeing things for the first time and it's literally how characters evolve from just disgusting Klasky <laughs> Shupo pieces of play uh, into actual characters. And most of them are redeemable, those episodes. So yeah. uh, should we get started with this one? This, uh, this is the first episode of the second season, Bark Gets an F, and it aired on October 11th, 1990. Uh, Chris, what was happening in the universe on that date? That's right. One of our segments is to catch you up on exactly what is happening in the zeitgeist in this day and time. Uh, so let's get started with The Simpsons News. <gasps> Uh, Polaroid successfully sues Kodak for almost a billion dollars over a patent on instant film. Remember that? Uh, The Cosby Show is the number one comedy in America, and Fox's ratings are so bad, it's forced to cancel fourth quarter ad sales in order to present uh, free make-good ads to their sponsors. Wow. Uh, And I bring that up because that's important because what happened this season The Simpsons? Dave, you just said it. Oh, they moved to Thursdays. They moved yes. to yeah. Thursdays, and like I remember Take thinking, on the reading about it, it's like, man, what a dick move. But Fox was struggling so yeah. hard. Like, can you mm. imagine? Like having to give free ads out for the, the a fourth of the year. It be- was it was like a stunt move to take down Cosby, which was in its second to last season. Yeah, and they didn't actually beat Cosby on its mm-hmm. first on their first week. And mm-hmm. from what I was listening, like the first half of the commentary is talking about this Isn't move it to great Thursday. That no one's rooting for the Cosby Show at this point. Oh God, yes, nobody, yes. nobody no, is. It's so funny. If we had recorded this a year yeah, and a half a year ago, ago, this would be a very different conversation. Exactly. Uh, it is funny to hear how mad the writers were about this move because yeah. the Simpsons were consistently in the top ten on Sunday night. The second season, they were like in the fifties. Wow. Because wow. of that move, who knows how popular they could have been? Like sustaining the yeah, popularity. I always thought it was a dick move, but it was like it was really Fox struggling. Struggling. Like this is our number one show, and we really need to take some of this audience when from this you other about show. That make good thing. It. it uh, I remember in a, a joke in like season ten, they have a joke where Rupert Murdoch t- says to Bart, "You saved my network. Wouldn't be the first time." Yeah, for sure. But I think that's more true than not. Mm-hmm. Like with. That they were in such a bad spot, and this and Married with Children were, were it. it like, anybody remember Major Dad? Or we you know yeah. that no, was not, on their network. That was CBS, I believe. What, there was a Matt Frewer sitcom that I watched. That oh, I totally Shaky Ground, about. I think. Shaky Ground. Wow. Uh, wow. Drexel's class. Shaky Ground. That's ever since you put me down, I don't know. But these are the deep cuts <laughs> yeah. we'll hear on Talking Simpsons. Serious so, uh, give you, We're all like, uh, we're all of a certain age where we were just front and center when The Simpsons mm-hmm. came out. And I've said this on the other shows, but again, this is the first one that's going out to everybody. Uh, I was exactly Bart's age uh, mm. when I was exactly Bart's age when The Simpsons premiered. Now, according to the arcade game, I am one year away from being Homer's age. Wow! Uh, I am one year away from being Homer's age. So uh, this episode was also forced 
uh, forward. This was the third episode in the production order. That's true. Bart gets an F, and it was done that because Bart was such a merchandising sensation, yeah. and kids were all about it. So this episode, it is a little weird. It's uh, well, it there's was... like three lines in this episode that are just that's a T-shirt. You're you're quoting yeah. a Bart yeah. T-shirt. Exactly. They are they do reference the T-shirt controversy. How's how simpler times we live <laughs> in? Wait, what is the plot of this episode? The plot is Bart uh, is trying to graduate from the fourth grade, mm-hmm. and there is one test that is standing in the way of that, and essentially a miracle happens that yeah. lets Bart buy extra time and uh, spoilers he makes it just by the skin of his teeth yeah and, and just as Bart connecting with Bart was a really weird thing for me because uh, I was a bad kid I don't. I think we discussed that before. I we don't have that in common with the rest of you guys. You weren't constantly in trouble. But it, now it's it's like I was more Martin than Bart. It's same it's, here. It's, yeah. the, it's the tale of like a ADHD basically. Like I like I thought watching Bart allowed me to see what I was doing was irritating people because I thought every adult hated me, <laughs> I, and I and it made me sad. And watching this episode again, like really, I don't know, like hit me in a very weird place because like I was certified. Uh, Super gifted in oh. kindergarten, and this was the exact age where, like, I I could normally just get good grades, not study, and look at anything, and this is when that stopped. That happened to me in high school. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. for me, this episode is difficult to watch because it so underlines the pain and desperation of procrastination. Yeah. Like, oh my God. it's, it's oh my not God. about being lazy. It's about torturing yourself, and that is exactly yeah. what Bart does throughout, and it but, still but yeah. hurts to watch. Just this, this, this is him talking to his teacher. Like, this is just ADD in a nutshell. Your grades have gotten steadily worse since the beginning of the term. Are you aware of that? Yes, ma'am. Are you aware that there is a major exam tomorrow on colonial America? Yes, ma'am. Blah, 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 blah. Yes, ma'am. Blah, 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 Yes, ma'am. Bart, you haven't been paying attention to a word I said, have you? Yes, ma'am. Well, then what did I say? Uh... Straighten up and fly right. <laughs> well, that was a lucky guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that, I... All of this brought a really deep pain, especially... With studying for history. Oh, yeah. Because it was so boring. And, like, I am trying. I think I've read this paragraph eight times. This has no... Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand any of this. I'm having trouble with it right now, trying to write an article about history. It does right. feel like there's a bit of commentary in this episode where rote memorization does nothing for no one. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Bart will never do anything with this knowledge. It's just something that he needs to regurgitate yeah. in yeah, order to, now, like, now that meet some society standard. Society is kind of coming around to being anti-testing or the yeah. over-testing that's happening in schools. Yeah. I'm feeling a little validated, but, but like, yeah, this is a super rocky time. And I only grabbed this clip, by the way. Uh, this clip from early in the episode. Got an A on my vocabulary test. <gasps> what? You did? Well, that's just Oh, what a glorious day! <laughs> so, <laughs> I've time. heard that a lot. Yeah. So you have heard that a lot. Yeah. And so when when like on radio station was a, when announced in syndication. It's like, that's right, The Simpsons, five times a week. Oh, what a glory. So, like, yeah. whether you know it or not, you've heard that line over and over again that was used in, like, every promo for The Simpsons. And then it was used I... in Mad Max. Was it? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. Oh, what a glorious day. I heard it a million times. I love that scene, though, because it's... Homer is being a bad parent in two <laughs> ways there. Marge first says... You're not. Lisa says he's not going to care. He's like, I can have a beer. While I, I, I need a beer while I care. Yeah. yeah. Like and then, then he sees that it's clearly hurting Bart to take his one thing off the fridge. But Homer's like, those whiskers. It's literally <laughs> the opposite of a scene on Lisa from Lisa on Ice, which we'll get to in like five years five worth years. of seasons. Yeah. That's which it, at this point is my favorite Simpsons gag. 
Which one he's is like, that? You better win or I'll kill you. Ha <laughs> ha, dead. <laughs> I fucking, I love Here's it. Here's your turtle it's, alive it, and well. <laughs> but yeah, so this episode, it is just all Bart. Oh, we didn't even mention at the start, a first for this one, the new opening. Exactly. Yeah. The real opening. No and more that, Lisa on a bike. That magnificent yeah. freeze frame uh, friendly pan of yeah. like every character, which Simpsons Illustrated posted in its entirety. I love that. Magazine. I love that poster. Yeah. I had it up. I think yeah. Bart no longer takes the bus stop sign. From all those weird characters we yeah, never, never see. Yeah. yeah. But like I, as a couch gag, it's not the first couch gag though, right? Oh no, there were plenty of couch gags okay. in season one. But Bob, I, I never saw it. The, what I did identify was, was the same thing Bob said that it was procrastination. Like yeah. that yeah. was my thing in school. I knew history though, but so I would have done good on that test at least in elementary school. But I was the same deal. Like eh, homework, eh, TV is better. Yeah, Video games are but better. It's, it's, it, all that I'm shit happens to me now. Same here. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. it does to, to this day. And That's it's why like, it was uncomfort- uncomfortable for me to watch. Just like soup. Like yeah. I, I got goosebumps and teary several times. Yeah. Like uh, it, even especially at this dumb sequence mm. because I'm not. I'm probably entering an older stage in my life. I <laughs> I could become a dad soon. And the idea that like. Homer wants Bart to watch old monster movies oh. with him. Oh, yeah. That is going to happen to me. And I'm going to prevent him. And like, so the, this, all the Bart stuff got to me. And then this part. <laughs> it's so unfair. Just because he's different. Well, time to hit the books. <laughs> Burning the candle at both ends, eh, boy? Go get him. That, that well, yeah. right now, gr- my girlfriend is sadly my Bart, uh, who I forced to watch all this old horrible monster well, stuff. It was Big Gorilla Week on Million Dollar Big Movie. Gorilla Week. <laughs> yeah. You know how excited that would make I me. I love when they would call things Million Dollar Movie. Yes. It's yes. Like just the theme movie. Like, night movie for a dreary afternoon was another one. No, they, yeah. they literally created like a lot of this stuff. I, a lot of this stuff is so old timey now. But like, yeah, the, the Million Dollar Movie and like yeah. creating a sequence. It's the Saturday night movie. So and it's, what? Like, it's a third-rate thing you <laughs> yeah. never would have watched. Also, it's a joke that Homer is so invested and sad over this, but I actually could see myself <laughs> crying over the ending yeah. of something now. With Dude, watching with the I will cry at the end of King Kong every I've single time. I cried at the sad. end of Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I cry at the end of like beautiful sequences. Now. Con the, Air. The end of Goodfellas. Uh, but, it's so it's those, awful. Those... And it, but this is also like, I'm, like becoming a parent and like, I'm terrified. It's not happening yet, but mm-hmm. you know the, the biological clock on my girlfriend is definitely ticking, and mm. this is going to have to happen in two years or not at all. <laughs> wow! Um, but uh, <laughs> like, there's a deadline. Okay, uh, we, we're having those talks. Like we're having those talks. Uh, but like, just coping with the dumb kid. Yeah. Bart, come take a look at this. No, oh, the little tiger tries so hard. Why does he keep failing? Just a little dim, I guess. <laughs> like all of that was me, a very promising student turned terrible. Like I was awful. Senior yeah. school psychologist. That scene was weirdly heartwarming for me when I yeah. watched it because I was like, you know, this is like a big thing for Bart right now, mm-hmm. but it ultimately doesn't matter. Like he'll fail the class. He still has his family. They still love him. It does. Like it just like it kind of made me like just worry a little bit less about life in general. Mm. Weirdly, like I'm like no, no matter comfort. how bad things are going, like my family will support me. There's like, comfort in that line. I, I will yeah. never, I, I don't, I will never be homeless out in the street. Like mm-hmm. the, things can never get that bad. And, and just I, kind I, of like that, all like just that weird little like scene right there. Kind I of do, I do love that, that that Homer is is, <laughs> I guess comfortable with. Yeah, I'm dumb. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah, and like it's, he has, I love this because one, it's a reference. It's the only time this is said on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, our district psychiatrist, Dr. J. Lauren Pryor. Hey, Dr. J. <laughs> yeah. 
I think what we have on our hands here is a classic case of what laymen refer to as fear of failure. As a result, Bart is an underachiever, and yet he seems to be... How should I put this? Proud of it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Now it's a little cringy. That yeah. is representing the uh, controversy which in which that I T-shirt was banned yeah. from school. I own that That t-shirt. was one of the most popular Simpsons T-shirts. A Bart and a little red uh, banner iris, underachiever, and proud of. Was and he aiming a slingshot yeah, or something? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I had the Cool Your Jets Man uh, T-shirt. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. I would say the underachiever and proud of it is, and sorry to use a wrestling term. By the way, we have a wrestling show on this network if you're new. Yeah. Uh, it's the Austin 316 of Simpsons shirts. It's the <laughs> most iconic bar, uh, Simpsons shirt ever made. I think yeah, it's yeah. kind of everywhere. But and then, by the way, that character—remember the the psychologist character, Jalen Pryor—appears a ton in the first season, and I think this might be his last appearance ever. He I think act, that was like the, in Lisa's saxophone. Oh, that's, that's right. Yeah. That could be the vestigial remnants of the Tracy Ullman show psychologist jokes, <laughs> or psychiatrist jokes. What is the Dad? Pryor's appearance also shows me that I made a note saying this is the episode is a sequel to Bart the Genius. That's yes. right. It is, it is Bart confronting his own I, stupidity. I yeah. confuse the two all the time. And, I, it, and unlike you guys, I have rewatched the early seasons quite a bit. One is the, where they're, kind of, they're slightly underestimating Bart, but actually not underestimating him all that much. And then the other one, they're overestimating Bart and thinking yeah. he's a super genius. Though Homer in this one, like... I don't think there's one angry Homer scene in this episode. No, it's really very... Rare it, like, like, this, like this one, and like I had this discussion with people involved in my school faculty like i like i'm tired of hearing about this let it let it go i'm an idiot who cares <laughs> uh but this uh. this failed his last four exams in history is there anything you're not telling us no every other student in the class has shown at least some form of improvement and yet you continue to struggle why is that i don't know oh, but look at these results 55, 42, 26, a 12 on state capitals. Okay, okay. Why are we dancing around the obvious? I know it, you know it, I am dumb, okay? Dumb as a post. Think I'm happy about it? There, there, Bart. You're just a late bloomer. Oh, I wish it were that simple. <laughs> as shameful and as emotionally crippling as it may be, I'm afraid my recommendation is for Bart Simpson to repeat the fourth grade. What? You can't hold me back. I'll do better, I promise. Oh, sure, promise that'll be the day. <laughs> Maybe it would help him to be left back. It won't be so bad, Bart. No, I mean it. He can't hold me back. I swear I'm gonna do better. Look at my eyes. See the sincerity? See the conviction? See the fear? As God is my witness, I can pass the fourth grade! And if you don't, at least you'll be bigger than the other kids. <laughs> I love that Homer sees the dumb the dumb option. Like, yeah, it's all good. You get a job at the power plant. That is a real genuine fear, and something that still creeps into my dreams nowadays. I kind of always oh, have the dude, I, I didn't finish all my credits in college. Yeah, dreams constantly. Like, yeah. Me too. Like, I didn't go to this class all semester, and there's yep. a, there's a final yeah. every yeah. time. Still, every, and I'm 33. Every, my only nightmare. Well, let me tell you guys, this actually does haunt me. I wasn't gonna was not gonna talk about this or not, but it it actually when I moved. Okay, so grew up in Arkansas. And then moved to Atlanta. And then when I moved to Atlanta, the minimum age was different. And I'd finished, I had started earlier in Arkansas than I would have in Atlanta. Oh. And so I was one year younger than everybody else who was going to be in second grade. Oh, my God. And I was God. super excited to do it. I passed fine. I was smart. I knew all these things. But my mom was very concerned that I was going to be younger than everybody else and would be picked on. Whoa. And I was made to repeat the first grade. That's really? Uh, really? I, I could have and went. It drove me. I was so angry at my mom for the longest well, that, time. That's what was part of my upbringing is my parents 
gave me all these stupid math and reading workbooks, and then like I get into kindergarten and people are learning how to read and the the but but like goddamn age you I already, I already know I already know all this and I, only, I stopped paying attention. I had the same thing. Like I only found out in retrospect that I could have been skipped from kindergarten to third grade, but yeah. my parents didn't do it. And I, and like finding that out like as an adult, I'm like, why I could have been done with this? I could have yeah. been done with this at fifteen. It is when you look back on you like. School seems so useless. Yeah. You wish you'd been done with it a year earlier. But I do think back, you know, who knows Who knows what would have happened in the Slide of Doors universe. And also I think I did in the next year test into gifted classes. And I wonder, mm-hmm. just having an extra year to dick around or oh, you, whatever. No, no, like, no, you cheated. Yeah. I'll say it right now. <laughs> you I got to read a lot of Nintendo off Millhouse. You have to apologize to every one of your fellow <laughs> classmates. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so this was this was a fear that really struck me. And mm. I I actually brought it up wow. a few... I brought it up a, num- a few years ago to my mom, like how I was so mad about... I've never heard this before. ...about being held back and... I'm surprised she, you had really, something new to tell it, me. It really hurt her feelings. Oh, like, mm. And I was like, oh, I shouldn't have brought it up because now I'm seeing how much... It was a hard decision for her too. And oh, she I'm sure. Yeah. Herself, like, I don't. So, I, yeah. I, I'm not seeing a therapist yet. <laughs> but I, like, hold my parents. Like, ah, they did the best they can. They're, yeah. No one knows they, what they're doing at all. Any yeah. Yeah. Like, like there's, there's no. If they did, someone would write a book about it, right? <laughs> and that book was discredited <laughs> as soon as you became an adult. The Simpsons will be right back. Hey there, everybody. I'm Chris. You might have heard me in the episode that you're listening to right now. Apologies for the interruption, but I have a little thing I need to say, and it's that this episode is brought to you by Laser Time and Patreon. If you don't know what Laser Time is, it's a pop culture podcast and a website, lasertimepodcast.com, uh, that's existed for about four years. And thanks to Patreon, uh, we have um, we've been able to start this uh, Talking Simpsons show, and this only happened because people crowdfunded it into existence. This is our way of saying. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, if you wanted to hear the first season, that's the first 13 episodes of The Simpsons Show. Um, I know people have different feelings about the first season of The Simpsons, so we have put that on Patreon exclusively. If you're a patron at the $5 level, you get access to the entire first season. And obviously, I'm biased. I could tell you it's awesome, but it is, and it's awesome experiencing the first uh, season of The Simpsons as a huge Simpsons fan uh, with a bunch of my friends. And I invite you to join us, patreon.com slash laser time, uh, just $5. You have access to everything, including a exclusive weekly show and an exclusive thing we call Monday Night Movies, where we all watch a movie together every Monday, usually at 6 o'clock Pacific time. It's really fun. But yes, this show only exists because you made it happen. Thank you so much. And without further ado, back to Talking Simpsons. Turn you to the president's address already in progress. I take all my advice from the bus driver. He <laughs> relax, oh, man. Yeah. It could end up being the best thing that ever happened to you. I got held back in the fourth grade myself. Twice. And look at me, man. Now I drive the school bus. <laughs> There's an insane look in his eyes. I don't know why I love that clip so that, much. That, that, that uh, reading just runs through my head sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, now I drive I the drive school bus. The school yeah. bus. Yeah. That's uh, all we think about if, like... If you stay too long at a job and then you're the boss, I'll be like, ah, now I drive. <laughs> Apologies to any uh, bus driver listeners For out real. there. It's, it's, it's uh, probably the hardest job in I the had universe. the coolest bus driver name in the universe, by the way. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, Miss Shabazz. Oh. Shabazz is the coolest so, name of all my, time. My bus driver's name was Dirk. <laughs> you know, that was uh, one of Malcolm X's new names. It is like Shab- yeah, 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 yeah. Shabazz. Uh, so uh, okay. there is there is a like a small like 
B plot, I guess, in which uh, mm-hmm. Martin is yeah, recruited yeah. to teach yeah. Bart how to be good. But but first, Bart teaches Martin how to be bad. How to be bad. How yes. to live a little. I I didn't want to capture that because it's too long. He's like, I thought I was rather popular. <laughs> and like, man, I imagine like, oh God, if somebody had told me how unpopular yeah. I was to my face, yeah. it could have been done and no one did it. Yeah. So that's why I, I know you identified with Bart, but I definitely identified more with Martin <laughs> yeah. in this episode. Not just him being like, oh, people make fun of him and he wants to be cool again. And actually, I was not as good of a studier as Martin by even half. But the part where he throws the ball back and is like over-talking like, oh, I didn't realize the rules of the game. I thought it was still a play. That was exactly the way I was. <laughs> yes. like, I think I've heard oh, you say several so- things like that on a stream. <laughs> <laughs> I sound so funny and smart by over-explaining this. Everyone will love this. Uh, and I love this. I did grab a clip of like, I love this. So always sit in the back of the bus. Uh. Oh, no? Only geeks sit in the front seat. From now on, you sit in the back row. And that's not just on the bus. It goes for school and church, too. Why? So no one can see what you're doing. Oh, I think I understand. The potential for mischief varies inversely with one's proximity to the authority figure. <laughs> well, yeah, but don't say it like that. <laughs> it's, such, it's such a good formula. If I, as that a bad a, kid, I could have used that it. That was a great line. I totally forgot about that Yeah. Part. It almost that kind of strikes me as like uh, the quote unquote prequel episode uh, where Bart is the genius, where he's just like going along with something a smart person's saying and probably doesn't understand it. Like I don't think he actually understood that equation. No, he I don't said, think like, in of course. Way. <laughs> but well, that, yeah. this all backfires on Bart because Martin undergoes like a Wolfman esque uh, trans. <laughs> Transformation in which he becomes just pure malevolence. Yeah. Doing and... bad stuff is fun, Bob. Smoking with cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, it, but it doesn't stick. Like, well, it, that's the thing. I feel mm. like an, even a year later, they would have had Martin fall back to grace in the plot. Mm. But instead, by yeah. the episode, like, I guess he's cool forever now. Martin, he's but cool. But I love that, that there's that flash of him with, like, a floral shirt and sunglasses and slick back hair. And <laughs> yeah. one second, he's still a bad kid. That, yeah. was, uh, that was another line that I really uh, identified when we said... The fact that it wasn't me. Yeah, <laughs> that just... was that was my policy in, in school. Like, if I could get a little bit more popular by ragging on the person right below me in the cast system, <laughs> I would do it. There is always somebody lower. Yeah. I mean, unless you are that guy, then God help you. <laughs> in reality, I should have made friends with like the people who are like my same level. But I was just like, I can go higher. I can do it. I also liked his. I had to look this one up, but I did like his line. Back to the forecastle of the Pequod. <laughs> That's a Moby Dick reference, correct? Yeah, yeah, he had a real like dinner theater uh, style opening with that Hemingway uh, speech. I at did the beginning. I think as, as a note on the bus sequence, like Sherry and Terry were huge in the first like three seasons. Yeah, there was had, they've all but disappeared. Yeah, they had a, kind of an adversarial relationship yeah. to Bart uh, in the beginning, but that disappeared. But should we get to like Bart? Bart eventually resorts to the the last ref, refuge of the scoundrel, as uh, as Lisa says, which is what I think of prayer currently. Uh, I'm edgy, everybody, but uh, yeah, Bart literally prays for a miracle and he gets it. Like an, an atheist on the internet can't oh, believe can you, it. I can't believe it either. But uh, like he literally gets a miracle, and and I there love... is a blizzard in what I'm assuming is like May or they say, June. They say July. Oh, it's July. They say it's July. No, no, no. That's in well, the in dream the sequence. Uh, yeah. Says, Wait, both of which in July. That's that's. Because it was a signing of the Declaration. I'm assuming of if it's that far in the school year, it's got to be like April. Well, I have May I have a clip of that because it's a jo- it's one of those jokes I never noticed as a kid, but it's probably like it's the sneakiest dick joke. Yeah. I think oh, in right. the history of film. All men are created equal. Yeah, all men are created equal. That from that equal creation they derive rights inherent and inalienable. Hey, look everybody! It's snowing in the middle of July. It's a miracle. 
Fellas, I've invented something fun. The sled. Don't sled on me. Hey, look, everybody. John Hancock's writing his name in the snow. Fantastic. That's my quote of the episode. I never... I didn't get that because I didn't grow up with snow. No, no, me neither. Me neither, and you're totally right. It's the Declaration of Independence. (laughs) July 4th. That's why I got the date. Though he's talking Uh, about the Continental Congress. Well, I can't... I don't blame Barb for getting it mixed up. Continental Congress is not the same as Declaration of Independence. Uh, Uh, I do like how they underline that this is the best thing to ever happen to anyone in Springfield ever. There was maybe like three minutes of scenes like, I I declare this day to be the snow day. The snow day, it's a fantastic montage. It's evocative of not only how the Grinch stole Christmas. At the very end, there's a very incongruous shot of Patty and Selma on a sled. I believe that's a reference to uh, it might be a painting. Or a New Yorker uh, I, I attribute it to a 1948 Disney short uh, mm. from the movie. Do I have it written down? Melody Time, oh, uh, yeah, Once yeah. Upon a Winter Time. Oh, wow. Mm. Okay. Uh, I, I wrote about it on a cartoon Christmas under a Disney Christmas gift. It is in there. Oh. It's, it's very specials. specific, yeah. yeah. As a Christmas animation fanboy, mm-hmm. I was annoyed that Me they're too. singing Winter Wonderland and yeah. not it is Christmas thing. Like, because it's, Christmas technically it's a winter wonderland. It's weird like, to hear that outside of a Christmas uh, like, yeah. reference. Like, no, I guess they never. I mean, that song can work in February. Yeah, but it's not about. If you hear somebody singing that in January, uh, you're buddy, like, I'll tell you what, eyes. that song is going to have to work in May from here on out if the climate <laughs> keeps switching around. Like yeah. Dear God, yes. Uh, but yet- but uh, Bart wants to go out and play. I love Lisa's line here. I heard you last night, Bart. You prayed for this. Now your prayers have been answered. I'm no theologian. I don't know who or what God is exactly. All I know is he's a force more powerful than mom and dad put together, and you owe him big. Uh, fucking love back that. Back to that Tracy Ullman, uh, <laughs> what is God? Well, in both episodes, in this and the second episode, Lisa is just kind of like, she's the she just shoots out these witticisms or mm. observations all the time. Oh yeah, she's... the Stealing Cable episode is basically Lisa's a religious mouthpiece, <laughs> essentially. Which yes. kind of conflicts with their current compass. portrayal. What's that? A moral compass. Yeah, that's just true. Yeah. Uh, but I love, the, I love the child. I think, I don't know what God is, but I'm pretty sure he could beat up mom and dad. <laughs> also, as a kid, didn't you love the bit where he, Homer brought the TV up to his room, like, yes. oh, I'm this sick, I can... Because you don't have your own TV. A, so that never like, happened to me. B, I, I bought a black and white television, a 12-inch black and white tw- television from uh, a friend. My parents wouldn't let me have it except on the weekends my dad would bring up. So, I, I <laughs> dude, Bob, you would hate me. Uh, I played a bunch of classic Genesis shit, and I have no idea what color Dear it is. Dear God. No I, idea. I'll tell you what. If your parents got divorced, you get TV in your room. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I hit the lottery there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had to sneak one in. So, yes, uh, Bart, uh, I guess he tries to take advantage of this uh, awesome, like, break that God gave him. But uh, does he fall asleep? Is that what happens? Or he no, just... he just... It's a weird cut because they don't... Yeah. They, they, he just keeps slapping himself, and then it cuts back to him still slapping himself to pay attention but to the test. I may speak on behalf of the ADHD people. Like, you want to do this thing, but you can't. Like, it sucks. Mm. It's really, I, like, I don't want to, I've never used that as an excuse, but, you know, clearly, if you're listening to Laser Time, you know there's a bunch <laughs> of shit I haven't done. Uh, and I think this, it shows, like, the institution is failing Bart, because yes. there should be a way yes. for him to approach this material that is not like everyone else's Yes, yes, way. and there should be a way for him to fucking pass the fourth grade mm-hmm. and maybe not know who signed, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Yeah, well, that feels like a very Matt Groening down with school type yeah. uh, mm-hmm. message too. If you've read School as Hell, 
yeah. all that stuff is in there. Sorry, Henry. But, but five years, and then five years later, they'd just be giving Bart Ritalin, which would later be an episode <laughs> yeah. of the show. But, uh, you know, uh, that reminds me of, of grading versus school. When I was a kid, in our art class once, they, you know, they put on the video... And it was some art special video that had Matt Groening in it. And I was like, oh, oh my wow. God, Matt Groening, wow. is there talking to him about drawing life in hell? <laughs> and he then draws a cartoon of, of like, uh, No More Teachers, No More Books, a cartoon to that. And he <laughs> was just like, I used to sing this in my school, kids. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, that, again, that's why The Simpsons, I gravitated to it so much. Because everybody else treated school like, well, I guess. And then The Simpsons was sort of like, Bart, like, fuck this place. It sucks. Here's a fantasy sequence where I destroy it constantly. Yeah, yeah I, I will say again, read School as Hell because oh, there so is a, uh, a like Macarena's like diary from when he was ten years old. He illustrates it, and it's exactly really? what, what what's happening to Bart in this episode. Like wow. Macarena just wants to draw like monsters and, and have fun, and, but yeah. he's got a very Skinner like figure in his life. Wow. My, yeah. my favorite part of the School in Hell book is like how every for every school you go to like middle school high school grade school it has like tiles that show like here's every single kind of person that's in your that grade is school. fantastic i yeah. would like I go through comics. that and be like okay that's jim and that's uh tom and blah, like blah, the blah. sex spot the burnout yeah yeah it gets like an increasingly complex as you go from grade school to high school yeah his cartoons are great. Yeah. But uh, this episode eventually ends where Bart does fail the test once again. Yeah. And then in his breakdown... This scene really hurts it, me. It hurts, yeah. It, 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 this it, is Bart at his, at his most self-aware this probably happened to me in the a entire lot. I have a clip of it. Go for it, yeah. <laughs> What's the matter? Well, I would think you'd be used to failing by now. <laughs> no, you don't understand. It's a good joke. I really tried this time. I mean, I really tried. There, there. <laughs> Uh, 59, it's a high F. Who well, am I kidding? <laughs> I really am a failure. <laughs> oh, oh, now I know how George Washington felt when he surrendered Fort Necessity to the French in 1754. What? <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, don't have any idea what he's talking yeah. about. That still gives me the feels, as the kids say. Yeah. Hearing that, kids say it's yeah. a very useless fact, and she is being more nice than Krabappel normally. She, yeah. she says something to that effect. Like, it's like, well, based that, on how obscure it is. <laughs> I, I, she does say something that, based on how obscure it is, and I, didn't, I wasn't looking forward to spending another year with you anyway. Little did she know it would be 20, like yeah. a couple decades. She'll never be free of Bart. Again, well, actually, she is free now because she's, she's free dead. Now. But, yeah. Yeah. It, it shows Bart failed, but the institution failed too. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's fair on both ends. And then uh, what happens after this? Uh, I have my line of the show. Oh, what is that? Um, are, are we ready? We don't want to do line of the show? Sure. That's the joke. <laughs> the line of the show is the very last line said, uh, <laughs> I love it so much. A part of this D-minus belongs to God. <laughs> I feel like that same image is the one in Bart's Nightmare every time you go yeah. when the game ends and the, your grade is on the fridge yes it is yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah Bart's sure. Nightmare mm. uh, and we, we talked about that a bunch in the first season like almost the first season went on to inform almost every Simpsons game ever yep. made yeah <laughs> and uh, my favorite line was the ref- last refuge of the scoundrel. Yeah. I like that line. My, mine was, I already said, it's, it's Big Gorilla Week on Million Dollar Movie. It's God Gets a D, <laughs> it's God gets a D- minus. It, 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 I love that line and I don't want to harp on this, but and it might be where we live, but I love pointing out that the Simpsons still to this day go to church every week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know a person in my life, 
anywhere in the country who mm-hmm. goes through. And I'm not saying like I'm not calling you dumb or like religion is fine and lovely, but like I, it's it's that's how old the show is. That was an institution that everybody was a part yeah. of. I yeah. did like I did like. Can you guys play on Sunday? Got to go to church, man. Things <laughs> like religion and especially unions yes. are so mm-hmm. baked into the Simpsons as a, oh, yeah, as the unions. fabric of life, yeah. which are no longer which, really which no longer really exists. And like and yeah. like the Simpsons <laughs> would make a bunch of. Sacrilegious uh, jokes at the time, yeah. like that. My, this my grandma would not approve. The <laughs> part of this D minus, but I remember the, even at the time, like man, that's yeah. God is responsible for his <laughs> failure. That is his problem. And like many episodes of these early seasons, there is an incredibly low standard for a character to meet, and they just barely meet it, and they're happy with that, <laughs> they which just is like over overexcited. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dave, what was your line in the show? Did you it was uh, John Hancock writing, writing his name. In his name in the snow. Oh, there were there were two other notes I wanted to mention real quick that that. Bart's shirt is colored wrong the entire the episode. The entire episode. It's like a pastel wow. it's, like, red. Way it's, yeah. uh, it's way too light. But I love that. I love the shot of him like running out in the snowy Springfield yeah. elementary. It's beautiful. Well, and so he says, also when he says cowabunga, like that's, they've said it on the commentaries multiple times, like that was on t-shirts, but he never said it. And then on Bam. this commentary yeah. when he says it, they're like, oh, he did say it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and also I think this was the first Bill and Marty. I think it was the first Bill and Marty. Yeah, I think it was They're too. naming off the schools being right. I, I and again, that's how old timey it is that people are waiting for the radio to announce. Yeah, I remember that. Even yeah. I, I would watch TV to find out when my if my school was yeah. closed. Now kids can go to the internet. Come I on, mean, that, now you'll get an alert on your phone. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> uh, yeah, the one thing that I I'm surprised it took until this viewing to finally kick in, mm-hmm. but I did not realize that this is kind of closely tied to later in the season. Bart's dog gets an F. Bart has the same kind of learning disability as his dog, where he hears blah, 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 blah. That's yeah. right. Blah, blah, blah. And Homer has it, too. Yeah. So this is like yeah. a trilogy. This is like a trilogy between this and... <laughs> Bart the genius, Bart gets yeah, an F, yeah, and Bart's Bart dog gets an F. F. Wow. Yep. Okay. But I don't think Bart gets like that breakthrough where he finally stops hearing blahs. No, I mean, uh-huh. he still does bad in school every day after this. Man. He just barely passed the one time to keep him <laughs> on to the fifth grade that he'll never go to. But <laughs> Yeah. So that was uh, the first real for free episode of Talking Simpsons. It was. Am I right? And oh, I find out more at TalkingSimpsons.com or LazerTimePodcast.com. And um, uh, as for me, I am Bob Mackey, by the way, if you didn't know that. And I run a classic gaming podcast called Retronauts. So check that out if you would like to. And all these guys have been on it. So mm-hmm. uh, it's lots of fun. Mm-hmm. And what's your Twitter? My Twitter is Bob Servo. Are we doing full? Uh, well, Might as well. Yeah, okay. this, is a pu- this is a public episode. Everybody's That's right. tuned out already. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody t- t- talk about what you want to uh, promote. Cantista on Twitter, but LazerTimePodcast.com. We do a show every week. I believe this week we're talking about evil kids in pop culture mixed with our own tales of being the evil kid. Oh. And I'm getting... Or a, way worse than Bart. I'm that getting, episode I, is dark. I am getting a ton of shit for like the, the things I admit to. Chris, um, you would have probably murdered me as a, chi- as, a as a small child. I wasn't violent. I swear. I, I wasn't. This was emotionally... This is Talking Simpsons Babies. We wouldn't be friends. <laughs> <laughs> the prequel. Uh, well, and I'm Henry Gilbert. Again, that's H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. And you can go to Cape Crisis, my comic book podcast that's on the Laser Time Podcasting Network. And um, I'm at Dave Rudden on Twitter, and I host Cheap Podcast, a wrestling podcast. I swear someday the, the Simpsons will have to do a wrestling episode, right? <laughs> they haven't done one yet? No, there's been one Bret wrestler Hart. ever on, yeah, on Bret Hart. Yeah. And I mean, there This was smells a, like old man. <laughs> there is that, I think it's this season in the Truckasaurus episode. They do watch. Right. They watch yeah. pro wrestling, and there's also that. The, this, wrestling, no. the other character in that one match will have to unmask and be <laughs> killed in the ring. <laughs> So that has been Talking Simpsons. We have to do 500 plus more of these, but we'll see you next week with another episode from Season 2. Take it easy, everybody. Bye.